welcome to Laughing with Lana. I am the sexiest comedian in Las Vegas who rolls some dicks, makes fun of tricks, and shows off these tits. That was a special one for you. I, don't, I can't show them off today because I have Michael Sartain with me, the, the biggest woman bully of all time. A bully? I'm just <laughs> I love the shit out of women. <laughs> no, to be fair, oh my God. Okay, so like real quick, just a disclaimer. I absolutely hated your content when I first like met you because uh -huh. I obviously you know why like every I, I'm sure every woman who sees this content is just like you fucking woman hater and every but when I meet you in person I'm like oh my god he's so fucking cool like you're genuinely cool it's uh, talk to my my team my so my video team what will happen is I'll su suggest these different uh clips to do yeah. and I want to do clips on aliens space travel uh inflation the war in Ukraine astrophysics yeah. you know all kinds of stuff and then it's like dumb 304 gets owned by you know modern woman <laughs> feminists blah 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 and those go viral and so people think that's all i do now on access vegas i do definitely do more of that yeah. than other places but like no man i'm a, like when people are like shocked I, I work for a battered woman shelter and like all this kind of stuff <laughs> like i love women more than i love men like i just i do so it's just really interesting but the thing is for me when the the the, the show i do with rollo is more mm -hmm. about like Okay, so for instance, if I were to have a conversation with a man and I would say, hey, you are fat, and you being <laughs> fat is going to cause you to have a hard time working, mm -hmm. right? It's going to degenerate your joints. It's going to cause plaque in your brain. I know that's um, inconclusive, but I've seen some really interesting studies about uh, uh, like uh, gluten and, and eating poorly causing plaque in the brain and early onset Alzheimer's. And is that why gonna, I forget shit? <laughs> but you're not fat. And then the uh, and then, <laughs> then the then the other part was uh, women are not going to find you attractive. If I say that to a man, men are not offended by that. Men are generally they're like, yeah, I'm a fat fuck, whatever. And a lot of them will be like, okay, now I'm going to go to the gym yep. and get better and stronger. If I say to a woman, it's like, hey, you know what might be deleterious to your um, deleterious? Hang on, hang yeah, on, hang negative, on. De bad for your. Um, Dating situation and your job situation. Okay, it might not help for you to fuck multiple men on OnlyFans, and so I'm not trying to be judgmental because a bunch of my friends fuck multiple men on OnlyFans mm -hmm. and and you know dwarf people. What do they call little people now? I love, and, and I they love seeing them. And they run, fuck bro. they fuck people that have transitioned from one gender to another. We'll say that word so we don't get banned on here. But they they'll do that <laughs> and they'll and then they'll afterwards they'll be like, where are all the good men? And I'm like, well, it might be hard for you to find it. So understand right. when I tell a man he's fat mm -hmm. and I explain to him. Him the the consequences of that or if I tell a man hey you have abused steroids for multiple years you're gonna have problems with your kidneys and your liver you never see men come at me and get offended the, rarely now there are a couple of guys who come after me when I talk about abusing trembolone that's one of the things where they they'll like come after me for that but what is that it's just a, it's an extreme uh, uh, anabolic steroid but it's not the, the point is um, the point is whenever you tell men these things that they have to do to improve themselves, no one stands up for them and they're not offended. I do. What do you mean? I personally, like, like I just feel like a lot of women do have, like, the easy route. I've, I've seen it a lot on podcasts. Well, then you agree with me, yeah. The, oh, I yeah, agree with yeah, you yeah, on so a lot the, of things. The, but the point is, if I were to, if I were to say, to, uh, again, to a woman, if I were to say, you are overweight, then yeah. all of a sudden I am getting canceled. If I say a man is overweight, they're like, good, let him know that, because and then the same thing happens where... Men do get bullied on the internet. They get bullied, but they don't get offended, and they're far more likely... I think likely, they do, though. I think they get offended when... Uh, here's the one that offends them. I think the one that offends them, <laughs> the two big ones are, I only want men who are tall when the guy's short. And the other, <laughs> the other one that's a big one is when a woman says something to the effect of, um, what is it? Oh, gosh, I can't remember. Uh, something to the effect of, like, she wants to sleep with a lot of dudes, and he's like, I, he's, he's judgmental against that. 
mm-hmm. then then guys will get bullied for that or whatever. Not bullied, but they'll be like, why do you have these preferences? My point is, when I tell a man something that he's doing wrong, I, he doesn't get offended, and often he will make an improvement. If I tell a woman something she's doing wrong, then I am being controlling. Uh, and and this is, this is the impressions I get from from reading the comments. I'm being controlling. Yeah. I'm being judgmental. And even if it, it was just like I'm I'm speaking to these people like they're my friends. Like I'm your attorney. Mm-hmm. If I, as your attorney, I, let me advise you. You probably should lose 100 pounds. You know something like that. And when I do that, I've just noticed that generally that when women prefer a pre- have a preference, no one wants to talk to them about their preference being bad. For instance, the biggest one is the short men who are short. You yeah. said women preferring men who are short has no evolutionary benefit in 2023. The <laughs> baddest men on the planet are Navy SEALs and MMA fighters, and most of them are under six feet tall. The majority of them mm-hmm. are under six feet tall. Mm-hmm. But men wanting women who have not been with a ton of men actually does have an evolutionary adaptation because one of the things that happens is there's plenty of studies that show that as women have more sexual partners, it's harder for them to settle down and be in a marriage, more so than it is for a man who's had multiple sexual partners. So the adaptation for men to not want want to be with women who have a high body count is different than the adaptation for women to want taller men. And so that's that's the only point that I make. I have a question for you in a sense of um, like, like, it's not really a question, but like me, a person like me. I am everything that you guys talk about on, on. You're funny. You don't get offended. You don't take yourself seriously. I don't. And you're, get and you're also how old? If you don't mind me asking, you, you don't look 33. I, for like uh, compared to other 33s, I know I know that you know you're more attractive than them. And <laughs> compared to for women who don't take them care of themselves in their early 20s, you're more attractive than them. So mm-hmm. what I, what I would say is you're on the end of the spectrum outside of standard deviation, maybe two standard <laughs> deviations out. And then for men who specifically want your type, also being funny and Hispanic, you're you're like 10 standard deviations out. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like. There's oh, always, thanks. there's always, gonna, hey, Michael Sartain said that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's always going to be like, it, it, but the thing for me is like, it's, it's when a woman is morbidly obese and has multiple kids saying, I need these men to like step up and take care of me. And I'm a 10. That's where I'm like, that's what, annoying. This yeah. Way. But what you're doing though, is like, because, because you go to the gym, I'm assuming, right? No, you don't go to the gym. I just, I you do. just eat clombuterol. Like what do you, how do you, <laughs> I come not the buterol. Okay. okay. I'm just playing. No. <laughs> I um no I, I I do hard labor during the day. So okay, I, there yeah. you go. So you you do some exercise, but the I, thing is, yeah, I'm physical. I feel like it, I feel like it belittles you and your effort to look better when a woman you know calls herself a ten. But the thing is, what yeah. really belittles it is that that woman who calls herself a ten who isn't a ten because there are so many surplus men out there. Those surplus men will then simp for her. And then she will, that will be more evidence in her mind that she actually is a 10. Because Which, women, women, real quick, sorry to interrupt you, but real quick, um, no woman or man in the entire world is a solid 10. Mm-hmm. Just from here on Except out. for Kylie McGahey, my girlfriend. Yes, you're correct. That's an opinion. Yes. <laughs> but no one is an absolute 10. Just, I, just need, I just need to go home and be safe. That's all I'm saying. That's, she, she has, she's armed. She always has a knife and a gun on her. I'm just saying. Wait, does your girlfriend have- Is there a penis have, behind my head? There is. There's Goodness really, gracious. A big yeah. black one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. I knew I recognized that from somewhere. <laughs> That's my, that's my, he needs a name. I'm going to name him Tyrone, maybe. Yeah. Tyrone. That motherfucker Tyrone. <laughs> Wait, but um, does your girlfriend have OnlyFans? No. But she, but, but she has like, like not, a, I don't want to say explicit, but they're not explicit. No, she's she a, has, she's, she's a, like a, a world, model. world champion bikini model. That's like, that's how I met her. I met her yeah. at the uh, Swimsuit USA's world championship and that's she finished, dope. she finished as a top finalist there. And to so me, she was the hottest girl there. But there were two things. Number one, she has breast implants, which don't work well. Surprisingly, in a Vegas bikini competition, breast implants don't hurt you. But in a swimsuit USA or a oh, Miss USA type pageant, breast implants do hurt you. And she has large lot. breast implants. 
uh, because she had uh, she had a procedure done. She had mm -hmm. a, a, a growth that she had had a, a mastectomy. Mm -hmm. And so she did this when she was younger. And uh, and the other thing is she does not play nice with people she doesn't like, which mm -hmm. is not really good for pageants, right? Mm -hmm. And so I, I met her, and I remember I'm thinking... You she are, has an aggressive attitude. Yeah. Like, not an attitude, but she has an aggressive personality. For sure. Mm -hmm. I remember meeting her at the thing and being like, you are the hottest girl here, and I know you're not going to win. Because <laughs> because right. she's the type of girl, like, if, if the guy flirted, well, one of the judges flirted with her the wrong way, she'd slap him. Like, she's very much that girl. Go ahead, girl. And like I said, she has huge fake boobs. So, mm -hmm. like, those two things don't work well in those type of pageants. So mm -hmm. that's why I was like, "That's this. you're mine. Yeah, I don't care who wins. You, you win for me that's cute mm -hmm. that's sweet but it doesn't it doesn't bother you that she's like like has a no because so it's a little it's a little different for me uh so you're talking about the red pill dogma of like these women should not be posting all these pictures online or whatever or she's posting pictures like she's single no not necessarily it was just because like like from my experience when yeah. i post stuff like that or i have only fans or i was a stripper before yeah when i was stripping i had my partners being like i don't want you sharing your body with nobody but yeah. i'm just saying you personally you're okay with it um, so this is going to seem a little weird, but it might make sense to some guys uh, because we're with women together. I actually like that she's that attractive and other women find her attractive on social yeah. media because it just sort of makes the the polygyny work easier, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, I don't mind her dressing like that for other women because it's it's mostly other women that come up and talk to her when yeah. we're a couple and we're together for other again. Everyone has their own different preference. I know, like, say, Myron from Fresh and Fit would say something to the effect of, like, well, she's still posting pictures like she's single. Well, she isn't. My girlfriend posts pictures of me constantly on her yeah, our OnlyFans, so it's, or OnlyFans, on her Instagram. She mm -hmm. doesn't have an OnlyFans. Uh, and so that I don't feel like she's posting like she's single. And the other thing for me is, like, uh, for me, I've never had an issue with that whole thing about her posting pictures. Because my last two girlfriends before her um, became famous mm -hmm. while they were dating me because I know all these photographers and oh. because of what I do. Mm -hmm. And so they became famous and I was very happy for them. We didn't break up because of it. It wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I, I'm a little different in that. Like I want my girlfriend to have her own agency and then still decide to stay with me. I want I want to go to the after party where Drake is there and for her to decide to leave with me instead of Drake. Oh, if she leaves with if your girl I'm gonna say this before and this is gonna be here's your clip for the, the the show here. If your girlfriend cheats on you, she did you a favor in every single instance. <laughs> I say that all the if time. If your girlfriend cheats on you, she did you a favor. You just didn't realize that if she did you a favor. If your boyfriend cheats on you too, he did. If you your a boyfriend favor. cheats on you, means that means if your boyfriend cheats on you, that just means he's got game. But if your girlfriend cheats on you, oh. that means <laughs> that oh. means he did you a favor. <laughs> She did you a, that. She did you a favor. Now you know. So for me, it's like I. Whereas some guys like want to like keep their girlfriend away from these other people. Mm -hmm. In my whole situation, I'm like, if you're gonna leave, if you're gonna leave, then you're gonna leave. Because I think what makes it different for me is like my girlfriend's amazing and I and I love being with her. Mm -hmm. But I think everyone knows that if my girlfriend and I broke up, I would find someone very quickly because of the life yeah. I live. I host the three biggest bikini competitions in right. the world. Yeah. And then I have Access Vegas, where there's 10 new girls on every week, right? So it's Which, not can you give me a heads up when you actually do do the bikini? Do I, you gave me a heads up uh, like two days before, next, and I was like, fuck, Next girl. Friday. Not this Friday, but next Friday, if you want to come. The okay, okay, yeah, I can actually make that happen, probably. Do you want to compete, or do you want to judge? Both. You can't do both. You can compete or judge. I'd rather judge, but can I say the commentary? Because my commentary would be funny as fuck. No, it's all, I'm the only one who no, can say the commentary. No, then I want to be a part of it. You want to compete? Yeah, I could compete. <laughs> Tenth place is I a grand. I want to watch this. I would, oh my God, I would, my no ass shaking on top of the fucking stage. I'm like. There is no ass shaking in this, uh, in this contest. This is a, a pageant. Bet? Yeah. No. no. <laughs> you get disqualified. There's no I twerking. Like, I will literally get disqualified on purpose. That's the bitch I am. Yeah. So I have a question. Okay. So, so do you consider your girlfriend traditional? 
Uh, she's surprisingly conditional, uh, traditional, except for one thing, and that she likes to wear bikinis all the time. That's it. That's like it's the only traditional thing. sleeping with other women with you, though. That's that's considered. Well, that's it, not it, traditional. If you were to ask Genghis Khan, it's quite traditional, right? If you were who? to ask Genghis Khan, like like Mormons, yeah, live in the 15th century, who uh, who took over. He, that's he, a whole history lesson. He, he right killed there. like 10 percent of the human population, conquering all of all of Asia. He made it all the way to uh, Venice. He made it all the way to Italy. Um, or I think they, they finally stopped in there. But mm. the uh, the other example would be King David or King Solomon with 800 wives. No, I don't think women men being with multiple women is part of being traditional. Now, but if you choose monogamy, that's totally fine. Didn't Isn't traditional considered something that's considered in the Bible or traditional is just considered something that was back in the day? So if I'm if I'm Muslim, then traditional would be for me to have four wives. If I'm Christian, then... No, but that's four wives. You're just sleeping with other women with your girlfriend. Correct, right. But so the, that's not really anything. So it, it just depends on like which traditional you mean if you're if you're jewish then you might not have any uh, a compunction against premarital sex at all it just depends so is she traditional i mean i don't know and so what's 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 your level like you're you're considering a bunch of yeah. different traditional well, don't lie don't cheat don't steal and then don't don't sleep with any other dudes that's kind of it and then don't like obviously respect me that would be the main thing no so that's, provide peace. that's your standards yes. that's that's what you expect then that's that's, what, that's the only thing i would care about like what like what what the prescriptions in the bible are not the ones that like what I'm going to do, the standards are, are what my standards so are more are, important to me. So then, so then are you saying that traditional means something different to every single person? Of course. Yeah. It depends on which so tradition. What if traditional to me is like, well, I'm going to fuck all these dudes and do everything I want. That's Cause fine. that's traditional L for Lana, 2000. You know, you know what? That's awesome. You know why that's great? Because yeah. I would love to have you on my show if you did fuck all those dudes, but I just don't want to date you. Does that make sense? Yeah. And by the way, maybe you can be a guest star. It, never mind. Never mind. Uh, what? Guest star where? Never mind. Never, nowhere. Nowhere. That's fucked up. No, I'm just saying. Like, you hi, hi, guys. No, well, um, in a sense, I feel like like if traditional is considered something, like if it's considered something different to every person, then how do you have like all of the the content and the context? Of saying that women should be traditional. So, so for for most of this country's is it biblical? No. Well, okay. So let's go with that. So for most of this country's existence, the mm. majority of people in the United States have been Protestant. So Protestant. So when you say Protestant, meaning not meaning Christians, but not Catholics. Got so it. so when you say Protestant, that that would include the Methodists and the um, mm -hmm. the Baptists, etc. The Episcopalians would be. Uh, descendants of the Anglicans, but everything. Episcopalian, that sounds like you eat fish. What the fuck that yeah. means? Yeah. <laughs> Pescatarian, yeah. Episcopalian. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but the, for the most part, like the majority of this country is Protestant. And so as Protestants, what you would say is the 66 books in the Bible, not the, the Catholic Bible that includes the Apocrypha, but the 66 books in, the, in that Bible, mm -hmm. that would be the majority of what, when you say something traditional, they would go off that. that would, that's probably what, as far as in the United States. Right. If we're in Mexico, however, the majority of that country is Catholic, so they right. would include the Apocrypha. I don't know how that would change their tradition, but they have very different beliefs there than we do in the United States. Like, for instance, we're so, far, as a Protestant, we are far more tolerant of divorce than they are in a Catholic country. That would be an example. Uh, we're also, we don't, as, as Protestants, we don't need an intercessor between us and Jesus, whereas Catholics need, need a priest. For instance, a priest delivers, quote unquote, last rites, whereas a believer, it, it, Protestants believe we're all saints. Um, Catholics believe so there are certain saints. So where does your traditional belief come from? Uh, it just comes from me mostly. I mean, there is some Judeo-Christian things that I believe, but that, let me—I would believe those things even if I wasn't Christian. So yours is a little bit of everything. 
Yeah. Oh, well, it's not a little bit of everything. I, I don't just... want to call it like it's not it's not hypocritical, but it's like hypocritical would be like if I told other people to not lie while I was lying. That would be hypocritical. That's what I'm saying. So it's not like it's not hypocritical, but it's like a it's like a well, if you're just taking what you think traditional yeah. means from every single different well, thing just is, to like this is kind of like this is the debate. It's like a cover of like, hey, I'm going to take this, 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 this and this in here, like all these traditionals from different religions because I like this. No, I mean, I think I think what I would do like is... you're taking some, a little bit of Christianity, a little bit of Muslim, No, I think a better way to say it would be I, part of my, my whatever I, my standards are, uh-huh. would come from secular beliefs and part of it would come from Christianity. That's what I would believe. Like, for instance, like, we're not going to put devil worship shit in my house ever. Right. Even though I don't go to church every week. Like, there's right. a, there's certain lines there. But uh, to, to go back to your point... Um, Oh gosh, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the the traditional sense you said, like you said, if you're taking the different aspects of it, just it just again it goes back to who who you are and what you believe. But I mean, I just don't. I, but my point is, I don't want to judge people based on that that yeah. whole thing. My what the, the Bible. But you kind of do. No, no, I judge. I, so, so let's go back to what I was saying before. When I say that it is harder for you to find a husband if you've been with multiple men, I'm not telling you you're bad. In mm-hmm. fact. Some of my closest female that's friends. True. Yes. yes. Some of that's my clo- true. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Some of my closest female friends. Like, mm-hmm. I fucking love Nara Ford. She is so fun to hang out with. Mm-hmm. Nara Ford is like my Vegas version of Kindly Myers, who's one of my <laughs> best friends. And Nara's so fun. But Nara has, Nara is now doing studio porn. Mm-hmm. She she was recently with a guy for a long time. She's doing studio porn. Mm-hmm. I don't judge Nara. I love Nara. I love hanging right. out with Nara. But I would right. not want to date Nara. Right. I don't have the constitution to want to be in a relationship with it's somebody. It's preference. Correct. Yeah. Uh, same thing with uh, my friend uh, Sarah Jesse. Sarah Jesse has been a studio porn uh, porn actress for a long time. Mm-hmm. Love hanging out with her. Right. her. I happen to know her husband, boyfriend, baby's daddy, yeah. and he allows her to go and film with other men yeah. a porn and then come back and have a traditional... Mono- the way she explained it to me is, is that she's not even in a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. She is in a monogamous relationship where she films porn on the side. I know a lot of people who think for, that way. I for do. sure. For yeah. sure. I don't dislike her. What I am saying, though, is like in her situation, in in a vacuum, it would be harder for her. And I asked her, like, do you think it'd be harder for you to find a traditional relationship after you've done porn? She's like, of course it would be harder. Yeah, a thousand percent. Do you see it? But I don't hate you because of that. Does that make sense? That's the difference. Yeah. Right. So if I make a a prescription about like the fact that, you know, uh, 78 percent of marriages are initiated by women or divorces are initiated by women. Yeah. That doesn't mean I hate women. What it means is that women are because of the way the world is right now. Women know that they have more options and they have. Things like, um, you know, in family court, 86% of the time, primary custody is award- awarded to a woman. 98% of alimony is paid from a man to a woman. So, like, she knows maybe it's not a better option, but she still does have options if she wants to get a divorce. Right. Whereas in some Catholic countries, divorce is just not an option. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so some people may say, and I'm just having a socioeconomic conversation here. Some people may say that's better to maintain divorce. Like, for the for the upbringing of the children, the two parents should sacrifice and tolerate each each other, even if they hate each other, so that the children can be raised in a two parent household. Yeah, there's arguments in favor of that because more two parent households tend to create fewer criminals and fewer delinquents and cause people to become you know more productive members of society when they grow up with two parents. Yeah. so you can make that argument. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? There's also arguments like, for instance, me being a philanderer, which I completely admit to being a womanizer in my twenties. <laughs> For me, I used to manage a strip club. For, for for me to have been with as many women as I had, that means that there's men at the bottom who aren't with any women at all, mm-hmm. right? That I know it's weird math here, but like if you if 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 
83% of the right swipes on Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge are going to 20% of men. That means 80% of men are competing for 17% of women. And part of those 17% of women are bots. Those are women that are trying to get you to subscribe to their OnlyFans or they're prostitutes. And so we're like, we have 80% of men. Shout competing. out prostitutes. <laughs> they're competing for Fuck like, yeah, bitches. they're competing for like 15, 10, 15% of women. And mm-hmm. so like, it just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Like the, the numbers don't work out. So what happens is it's like, not only are women not choosing these men at the bottom, they're disproportionately choosing the men at the top. Yeah. And I will tell you, not because any, I'm not like super good looking or anything like that, but because of the situations that I put myself in logistically, where I'm surrounded by women all the time, I could have, uh, during different points in my life, had you know numerous partners, and sometimes in my early 20s I did, and later on probably didn't do so much. And the the thing is, for me to do that, that means every one of those girls is now like less likely to settle for one of those guys at the bottom. Yeah. And so the the polygynous because they dated up here. Correct. The polygynous society that has been created is in part in part because of guys like me. Mm-hmm. And so I understand that. But then there's another argument that shows that if you have societies where people are monogamous, so enforced monogamy creates less crime. When you don't have enforced monogamy and you have a situation like a certain Middle Eastern countries where wealthy men can have multiple wives, mm-hmm. you have younger men who are virgins into their 30s and 40s, and the only sex they could ever have is with a prostitute. And often those are the people you pick from to strap uh, bombs to their chest and go blow up coffee shops. Does that make sense? <laughs> what the fuck? That, this is where some of these incredibly... I have a really random question kind yeah, of a little bit. For sure. But uh, Not random, but do you think... And this is not disrespectfully. Mm-hmm. I mean this respectfully. But do you think that you um, sleeping with as many women as you have makes you better in bed? Yeah, I know it does. It does? There's no question whatsoever, yeah. What's your kink? You look like a toe sucker. Uh, no, my kink is two women at the same time. I mean, I'm pretty, that's, pretty obvious that. And I like, and I like, that's, and I like, that's easy. That's kind of vanilla. And that's like, vanilla. And Come like, on, let's get like, chocolate And in. I like really big boobs. That's that's kind of it. That's pretty, fake I know it's boobs? pretty boobs. Yeah, usually. I haven't been with a girl that didn't have fake boobs in maybe like a decade. Really? No, that's not true. That's not true. There's been a couple. There's been a couple. But they were in threesomes, yeah. Really? So yeah. you, you don't have like a, you don't have like a, like a kink, like a thing? A thing that you like do, BDSM. like no, that, BDSM, you, that you and your girl just do together. What, what I what I do is uh, I do like the role play where I pretend like she's taking advantage of me. I love that shit. Like, oh, what? Uh, oh, so you're into role play? Pro- prof- Wait, are you like? Are Professor you like- Lana? What what do I have to do to get an A in your class? I'll do anything to get an A. Why are you taking me in this closet, Professor Lana? I'll do shit like that all the time. <laughs> And it's funny because it's like there'll be a lot of like she'll, there'll be a lot of tension and it just breaks the tension. But I love I love that kind of stuff. No way, I like making playing. girls laugh like while we're having sex. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I like doing oh, it. But yeah, yeah there's no good. there's just no way. Like I I remember there was a girl when I was 22 years old. She mm-hmm. was older than me and she was teaching me things. So no, there's absolutely being with as many women. Now I've been with too many women. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But what's the, your body count? I'm not gonna say. But it's it's too, it's too many. Um, average? But, huh? A hundred. Average? Uh-huh. What do you mean average? Hundred? Hundred? Like give or take? Like, I mean you guys your, can do some math. Yeah. I'm forty five years old and I've and like you, I've yeah, I've I've been with more women than I needed to be with. That's so all. Five hundred. I've been with more let's we don't need to say anything else. We're 600. good. Rule number six in MOA. Nobody six hundred, he agreed nobody, on the six. He said six. Six hundred. Nobody needs to know who you're fucking. <laughs> I'm a man of God. Anyway, the, the point is, the point is, quote unquote, quote man unquote. of God. The point, the point is, you said man of God, motherfucker, you gonna burn in hell. Like, the point, the point is, uh, the point is. Uh, by the way, I'll tell you something else. Uh, I would have had more sex had I been in relationships during my 20s and 30s than sleeping with multiple women. Does that make sense? N- no, say that one more time. You're always gonna have more sex being in a relationship. This is something I've learned. Unless you're Dan Blazarian, you're always gonna have more sex being in a relationship than trying to go hunt for different women every week. Oh, that, that in a man's standpoint. Correct. Okay. Because so I'm like, for women, I'm like, no, I have a lot more sex when I'm single. 
Right. That's not that's sad. Yeah. <laughs> I just told on myself. Yes. I have a lot more sex when I'm single though. Like in a, I, 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 I do obviously I have sex when I'm in a relationship and I have yeah. and I fuck a lot. Yeah. But it's it's still one of those like I just want to cuddle sometimes. So when I'm when I'm when I'm single, I go to your house with purpose. Yeah, my 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 girlfriend is so young and healthy and and just virile and just fucking strong as shit mm-hmm. and just like she's just so like there's these times where it is so clear that I'm a 45 year old man and I just need to stay in bed for a little longer or like I did three <laughs> podcasts and I just want to nap and she's just always <laughs> ready to go do shit and she's like. Like she, she got hammered last night, and she's working a convention right now, and it, it was fuck? nothing. It just bounced off. I, I can't even imagine drinking as much as she did, but she's twenty one years old, and she yeah. just bounced. So the weird thing is, like, she is of unusually. She obviously looks very feminine, but she is of unusually high testosterone for for because of how aggressive she is, and yeah. her like she doesn't put on any weight. Would you Would but, you oh, marry her? Uh, I, I, if things keep going the way they are, yeah, I definitely. How long would. have you guys been together? Uh, October twenty eighth, twenty seventh, last year. Yeah, it's like, it's like nine, nine, ten months ish. Yeah, a lot of people get confused because she does look similar to my previous girlfriend, but she's very different. Oh, yeah. Hell no! Oh, you got a type, motherfucker. I don't have a type. That's not why. You totally oh. random. I'm, I'm not gonna clip that one for you. you I'm can. gonna delete that. No, you can. Out. I don't, I don't care. She, she knows. She's fuck seen that it. that bitch. No, fuck that bitch. You're cuter, mommy. Look. Yeah, she definitely is. <laughs> my, my current girlfriend now is definitely hotter than any girl I've ever been with. Yeah. But, but the, the, the thing about it is. Um, with, with her is because I'm also on, you know, I'm taking testosterone and and other stuff. Um, I can keep up with her. And so I'm having, I definitely have more sex in a relationship than outside a relationship because Mm -hmm. of that. Because even like, I don't care. Like, even if you're just a super fucking player, every guy who knows who's a player and he's been with like, you know, 25 girls in a month or whatever, he's had the slow months. The slow months do happen. And then if you have a real job. Or if you have a job like me where I make more money the more I work, mm-hmm. those jobs require so much time. And yep. getting into girl mode is like it's a it's a gear you have to shift. Yep. So like I have to change my whole vibe. It's funny because I go out to clubs in the same thing I wear on on the show. Like exact I don't I don't change anything. <laughs> but like the, there's the club going you out have to meet a uniform for sure. Going there's the club going out to meet girls mode that's like call that six gear and then mm-hmm. there's the make money gear right. and those are two different gears if you have right. a girlfriend you don't have to switch from one to the other but if you do have a uh, i'm sorry if you do have a girlfriend if you don't have a girlfriend then when i go out to the club i have to get out of make content mode and i have to go back into like you know build comfort and attraction with a girl mode and those are two different modes that takes time and then i have to keep switching from one mode to another does that make sense yeah and so it's hard because of the work. And the other thing for me is, you know, shout out to my my team. We did 168 this last week, 168,000 in a week in revenue. Damn. The most we've ever done is 540,000 in a month. And so for me, the more I work, the more money we right. make. And I have 20, you know, I have 22 employees, I think at this point. And, and the thing for me is like, because of that, now I can't do the all nighter where I go, it's, it's, it's dinner, then Zook. Or Omnia, and then Dre's, and then the Rhino, and then Wet Republic the next day. Like when I was in my like early thirties, when I first meet, I can't do that anymore because I can't do that now, and I'm in my early thirties. But but the, like I can't. But like it's such a waste because every minute I'm doing that, I'm like I'm not making money for my team oh, by not doing this. Right, so yeah. I whore myself out to every fucking podcast. <laughs> That it has that asked me to come on. <laughs> I feel that. Like I'd come on yours no matter what, but like the, the reality is on like my what? your podcast. I'm just okay. Oh my god. <laughs> you, you walked you, into that you one. Can, you walked right into that you one. You can flirt with Kylie. You can't flirt with me. Uh, so so the thing is like the uh the, the uh, like I have a rule um 
there was two two content creators I know, mm. and one of them was um, big, and one of them was not as big, right? So the big the bigger one, the smaller one said to the bigger one, "Hey, can I come on your show?" They both lived in Miami, mm. and the, the the bigger one said, "Hey, no, I don't think it's a good fit for me." Now the the smaller one is now ten times bigger than the bigger one was, wow. and the small now that the older bigger one is like, "Hey, can I come on your show?" And the first guy is like, "Hey, do you remember when I asked to come on your show and you didn't mm-hmm. let me do it?" Mm-hmm. So I never because of that lesson, I never ever ever say no to someone's podcast. And about I'd say probably 15 to 20% of the podcasts I've been on have zero subscribers. Like I'm their first episode. I actually, Does that make sense? <laughs> I have one of my friends who taught me that. He was like, he was like, um, I, like he flew to, he actually flew all the way to Atlanta to go do a podcast in like, like, it probably had like two thousand followers. It wasn't even a big podcast. Ah, but but he gets to write the whole thing off. That's the that's the point. <laughs> well, that too. But he even said he was like, I treat every interview and every invite to an interview as if it was like one hundred six in Park. Of course, or something like that. You know, like it was like, or, or, or I said one hundred six in Park. That's so old. I meant um, Power one hundred six. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna meet like someone like Big Boy, you're like you treat the little people just like that because sometimes little people they fucking grow big. If you go right now, there's four hundred and forty eight interviews. I have a one playlist on my YouTube. It's just interviews that I do on other people's channels, and there's we're coming up to four hundred and fifty of them that are on there. And the thing is, if I ever, you know, knock on wood, go on Joe Rogan someday, mm-hmm. if that would ever happen, I'm I will not going to be nervous. It's like I, I've not, done yeah. so many of these right. that like the, you get to the point. It's immersion, which, which is one of the things on I, I teach my thing. The thing oh I, was, my I, was, I was always wondering, like, if I would ever go on Joe Rogan, why would he want me on? That's always the thing. It's Aliens like, and conspiracies and all that. I, yeah, I'd, I'd have, like if I wanted conspiracies, I'd, I'd ask Michael Schumer on. And if I wanted to talk about aliens and space travel, I'd have Neil deGrasse Tyson on. Like, there's just people better than me to have on. If I wanted evolutionary psychology, I'd have Gad sat on, or I'd have Stephen Pinker, or I'd have mm. um, David Buss on. But for me, you know what the thing I I, I I was like, how could I possibly get on Joe Rogan? You know what I'm doing? Mm. So I'm I'm debating flat earthers and I'm debating <laughs> Holocaust deniers. Holocaust deniers. Holocaust deniers. Because if you do that, there's deniers. No, there's tons of them. Yeah. There's a, it started with a guy named David Irving back in 1988. He was a historian and guy just clearly just hated Jews. That's all he did. Like it was nonsense. That's he sad. would he would in one book state that the Holocaust never happened, and then another book state that Hitler knew about the Holocaust or didn't know about the Holocaust, and then later on state that Hitler knew about it but was opposed to it. Wait, okay, so did it not happen or did right. was he opposed to it? Yeah. And it's just like it's utter nonsense. Like no, dude, you just hate Jews. Like just admit it. Like that's what happened. Like some <laughs> some Jewish guy took your girl and now you're fucking mad. You know, like like stop it. <laughs> So many people like hate me like uh, I see these comments and I'm like, bro, I know and I know why you hate me like your girl is following me and that's why you yeah. hate me. I, I get it. And trust me, like I probably probably didn't have sex with her. So don't get mad. You know what? I actually like to kind of like piggyback off of that because I like I said, like I, I genuinely like I did not like your content. But yeah. then I see you and I'm like, bro, he's so fucking cool. Fuck that guy. Like, damn. But your your content. I wouldn't say it's very like men versus women. I don't. Yeah. It's but, more like trying to get the clout and then getting the views. Yeah, but the th- the problem is like today I posted Rich Sheffern's interview and I'm I'm just so disappointed because that guy has he's a consultant to all these nine figure companies and mm-hmm. everybody all they want to see is the videos that say modern feminist 304 gets oh, destroyed God. by so and so and I'm like I just had a guy on who like invented the automated webinar and was one of the first VSL users of all time. Mm-hmm. He could make you a hundred million dollars if you'd listen to this fucking guy. Yeah. And nobody wanna watch the video. They just want to see women get trashed on the show and I just and like that's, that's what I'm saying is like like there is this whole like trend of like men versus women. 
Yeah. And whether they're in relationships, in a marriage, single, whether they're sure. players, whether they're men or women, whether they're transgender, fat, skinny, it doesn't matter. There is there is a war against like like men versus women. It's like men need to do better for women, women need to do better for men, but no one actually does it because everybody thinks they're worth some shit. Yeah, well, the, everybody thinks they're fucking worth it and no one's worth it. Well, but but there was a there was a there was a man, Macho Man Randy Savage versus Hulk Hogan. That was uh-huh. a, a a thing that happened a long time ago, mm-hmm. right? There was no winner, like the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan. Like they, it didn't matter. Like in the end, what they what we wanted was the conflict. We didn't want them to get along. We wanted the conflict. Yeah. And what you're talking about, there, I don't know if there's a, an actual war, but there's a war on YouTube, and there's it, a war on Rumble. And I, so I think that's there's a war on you on all social media. Yeah, for sure. Social and, media for sure. And what's happened is one of the problems is is that a lot of there's an overrepresentation of women, and this is something we try to fix on Access Vegas. There's an overrepresentation of women who want clout that go on these shows, and because they want clout, fuck these bitch. I go, I know what you're talking about too, because these fucking bitches. I'm like, you are so desperate for clout that you're willing to go on a fucking podcast and get trashed. And the thing is, they sound like they're so down with the clout that they get trashed, and they and they. They literally sound so fucking stupid because they are, because they're just clout chasing yes, ass bitches. But the, the problem is if you make money like that, then you don't need to know. If I, you don't know where Ukraine is on a map, you don't know what the inflation rate is. Hey, which, by the way, when you asked me where the fucking countries were, naming countries, bro, I felt stupid because I didn't know because I didn't never took no fucking geography. Right, but the, pro- the problem is, like, you're also pretty. <laughs> and that, 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 so because of that. Wait, but I'm things, smart as shit, though. I know you are, but, like, you didn't need to know that. And yeah. I'm, I'm a U.S. military navigator. I needed to know where Ukraine was. Yeah. Right? It's very important. And then we didn't fly over it. Yeah, like I was, I, I actually had this conversation with Amber because I was like, he asked me the fuck. I was like, I don't know where countries are. I was like, but I can name every fucking chamber of the heart. I can name all the bones. Like, I because I did medical for yeah. a little bit. So I'm like, I can name different shit. I was like, I can literally do math on a ruler. The two atriums and the two ventricles. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like I can do. I I know how to do. Like I was reading heart rhythms for uh, five and a half years in the hospital until I fucking hated. The shit out of doctors. So, so what, what's happened, though, is like women. So if you are a traditional woman who is married and let's say on the side you work as a, a vet tech or you're a nurse or something like that right. and you're highly educated, you're just not going to end up on Fresh and Fit. You're just not going to end up on whatever podcast. It's just yeah. not how it works. If you're trying to get OnlyFans subscribers, then you're going to you're it's just going to be a disproportionately high number of those women that go on those shows, which yeah. is why you'll notice on my show. Often what we're trying to do is I had a U.S. military officer on. She was a lieutenant. I've had a couple of Ph.D.s, uh, a few. Uh, a, I try to have at least two master's degrees on every show. I like to have at least one or two people that are ma- females that are married on every show. Mm-hmm. And because of that, the I try to find a better, a deeper representation. And so now what I have is. I'll have eight girls on there, and not all of them are perfect tens. A lot of them are like forty years old, have a yeah. couple of kids, yeah. And the chat just dot just jumps on them. I'm like, but I thought this is what you asked for. Like, you wanted a, a, a better representation of women. I could, you know, how the easiest show you could do is a panel show with OnlyFans girls. You want to know why? Because OnlyFans girls will go on podcast because they want subscribers. Because they want subscribers. Right. And so, uh, if I wanted to do ten OnlyFans girls every week, it'd be easy as shit. Which you kind of do. And they'd be super. No, but I don't. Like, if you go look, it's fewer. Kinda, it's a kind of. If you go look on my show, half the, fewer than half the girls have OnlyFans. And, like, it's confusing to the, my audience because they're like, we like the girls better and fresh and fit or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand what I'm doing here. I'm trying to find. This girl's a real estate agent. This girl right, has a master's right, degree. Right, right. And, like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give you a different representation. Now, what yeah. happens, unfortunately, even in those situations, like a girl who has a, a, a you know, law degree, she can name three countries. She's not going to have a hard time with it. Yeah. But, unfortunately, what happens in those situations that makes it un- really 
really messed up is that their opinions will be the same. You'll have mm -hmm. the 36-year-old girl with multiple kids and a master's degree saying that she will only date a guy who's over 6'2", and then now the, the, but the, but now the audience is just jumping right back on her. She's a 304 yeah. again, and then we got nowhere. <laughs> but the thing is, like, there's the depth and the breadth. I still want to be a part of this conversation. Depth and the breadth. Right. So the depth, the depth for me is mm -hmm. when I go deep into evolutionary psychology, right. evolutionary studies. Mm -hmm. Some people are very much into it when I talk about this stuff, and some people are very bored by my statistics. <laughs> very bored. Okay. <laughs> there's so many fantastic. There's a new one that just came out. Institute for Family Studies showed that women under the age of 35 who have never been married, 33% of them have had zero sexual partners in the last year. Wait, say that again. Women under unmarried under the age of 35. Uh -huh. Uh, have had zero sexual partners in the last year, 33% of them. That's crazy. That means the number of women not having sex is climbing also, as, as, uh, as well as men. Like, the, the amount of people, one of the things that's happened is, like, because of the, the Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B culture, mm -hmm. women are showing more, and, no offense, they are fucking less. Mm -hmm. Like, what's happened is, well, it's, it's because of the, here's, here's the biggest difference. But it, but go ahead. You, but the, those two women are very comparable to Foxy Brown and okay, Trina. For, for sure. Yeah. But right, I'm like, so it's been. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mean. What I mean specifically by this is, if you were an attractive woman in 1996 mm -hmm. and you had a, you bought a nice okay. dress and you had a sick ass body and you wanted to show it off and you got your hair done, you had to go to a club. And in the club, you were going to drink alcohol, and you, were going to, and you were going to be exposed to high-status men with broad shoulders and deep voices mm -hmm. that were possibly going to eventually, over. you go to the club over and over again, you're going to have sex with some of them. Yeah. What happened now is that these same women can get that same validation by using social media, and even more so, never leaving their house and then posting pictures on OnlyFans. Yeah. So now they're receiving the same validation, plus they're receiving money. Right. And now, for them going to the club, they're losing money by going to the club. So now, the guy who was able to pick up the girl before mm -hmm. he doesn't have any uh, he doesn't have any exposure to her whatsoever and so now you get into a situation where there was this there was this I don't know how to explain it but there was this group of men and group of women that were always going out as singles and then they would occasionally hook up and a lot of that has been dried out it just you just don't see it as much and we're seeing it in the numbers there's That's this lowest true. third of men and lowest third lower third of women that mm -hmm. are just having no sex at all not no sex but like like fewer than one partner a year and so that's that's the thing that's going on, and and we're starting to see it across the board. And it's what you would expect, right? Uh, if you don't live in Las Vegas, if you live in Des Moines, Iowa, and you could, you get all your stimulation virtually through the internet, the likelihood of you having vaginal intercourse is just so insanely low that it just doesn't happen. And I know this because I was a U.S. military officer stationed in Wichita, Kansas, stationed in Altus, Oklahoma, stationed in Ileson, uh, Alaska, and fucking uh, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, uh, Abu Dhabi, UAE. So like I've seen these austere places in like Qatar where it's just like you going out to pick up a girl that isn't a prostitute it just doesn't happen. You Can know what I'm saying? Can I, this is a little off subject, but since you mentioned it, because I just had this conversation with one of my best friends. Um, she was in the military. Mm -hmm. And um, you hear this often where women in the military get sexually abused, get yes. raped, get yes. like, and there's no justice behind that because, you know, the military has their own police law enforcement. So, so, so there is, but you have to testify. So the, the problem is this, right? Um, so, uh, I don't know if I, I'm not going to say her name. She's been on a Sticky Paw show before. There is mm -hmm. a, a girl who was uh, uh, an NCO in the Marine Corps, and mm -hmm. she's a huge model now. She's a huge, she was a playmate. She's, but, okay. but while she was in the Marine Corps, she was a top tier Marine, Did, mm -hmm. like had the record for most pull ups as a woman. She, her intention was to become an E9. Nice. Um, nice. Which is the highest enlisted yeah, rank. Mm -hmm. Okay. And while she was doing that, she was horribly sexually assaulted while she was there. Exactly. And when, when she reported her being sexually assaulted, 
uh, one of the things that happened was the the uh, commandant of the Marine Corps actually had a conversation with her saying, we want to give you full benefits and 100% retirement if you leave now. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he had to do that was because if she stayed in, she's now the E7 who got raped. And that's that's too hard. Like for her command structure, the Marine Corps is not progressive enough to deal with that. The Marine Corps, to be fair, is not progressive enough to deal with homosexuals, to be fair. like That real. was a whole other thing. Ma- and, 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 and maybe shouldn't have to, to be fair. Like, I think the Air Force can deal with homosexuals. <laughs> I just pissed off a bunch of people. <laughs> but, like, then the Air Force, like, dude, you're working security forces, or, like, you're fucking working in finance. Like, nobody cares if you're gay, dude. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Like, I don't, if my if my boom operator were gay, it makes no effect. It's no effect. But if you're a Marine, and you're, like, forward deployed, and you guys are naked around each other a lot. I can see how that may have some problem. You know what I'm saying? There's also there's two issues, right? The, the initial issue was gays like on the front lines, which mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe we've gotten past that. But the other idea was women on the front lines. And the problem was if one of the other men in the in the unit mm-hmm. started sleeping with one of those women, would he be willing to do more to save her life than another one of his troops? That damages mission morale and discipline. And so that's why you didn't see that happening as much. Or that's the reason why even right now women are not allowed on the front line infantry. But do you think that there's like a payout to tell somebody to like to tell a woman like, hey, sh- hush, hush, you're going to do like we'll give you a payout. So that's what happened. So the payout well, the payout was 100 percent retirement after like not doing 20 years. That's a lot of money. Um, so she, that's what happened to her. And mm-hmm. from her standpoint, what should have been, what justice that should have happened is yeah. she'd have, she should have been able to continue her career, right. but she knew she couldn't. It's one of these situations like, again, you'll have a model and she will get sexually assaulted by a photographer mm-hmm. and, and then she'll, she'll be completely in her, in her right to claim sexual assault, have proof, everything, get, get the guy charged, get the guy convicted. But mm-hmm. the problem is when that happens, no other photographers want to shoot with her. It's mm-hmm. incredibly sad and unfortunate, yeah. but I've seen it's it happen Hollywood. several times when girls sit there and complain about a photographer uh, sexually assaulting them. No other photographers, because they, the other photographers don't know, even though she is telling the truth, the other photographers don't know if she's telling the truth. So now she's double fucked herself. And that's the problem. And she, it should, the world shouldn't be like that. That's how, that's how my world has been in a sense, because now um, I've noticed that when I tell a guy that, because I've been raped in the past, and when I was like, when when I tell a guy, A, it's either you have trauma, I'm not going to deal with the baggage, or it's I'm not going to fuck you because you're just going to tell someone else that I raped you, yeah. even if it was consensual. And I was like, like, that's not how that works. But uh, guys, like, and that's the thing, too, is guys are so... Um, There's a way to fix that I can tell you about. Oh, what do you mean? Get a video of you kind of like coming onto him a little bit, like maybe kissing his neck or something like mm-hmm. that, but clearly where you're initiating, yeah. film it and then send it to him. You'd be like, <laughs> no, I'm serious because there's no way, like if you, if, if you have that video, then mm-hmm. if it goes to court, then there's no way for you, like that's such damaging evidence to the, to the intent where he yeah. came, he doesn't believe you're going to frame him for something. Does that make sense? Oh, I get what you mean. You yeah, I saying? get what you mean. Like, yeah. like for me, like, well, I had a situation where- I just w- don't like it. No face, no case, bro. I don't uh, like people knowing that I yeah. did something with no, somebody. But I, I'm not saying do anything sexual. Do, so, do something where you're clearly attracted to him. <laughs> yeah. I had a situation where I had a client, it was it, this, this type of situation where he got caught in a bathroom with a girl mm-hmm. uh, and the girl had a boyfriend and mm-hmm. the girl fully had no problem being in the bathroom with this guy in fact if, if she wasn't going to get caught she would have had sex with him oh lord but um 
her boyfriend was outside the bathroom. This was at a, 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 an apartment. And then the boyfriend went around saying that she was sexually assaulted in the bathroom. And the, the girlfriend is like, well, I can't tell him the truth that I wasn't sexually assaulted. So I have to sit there and go along with this. And in her mind, she's like, it's just going to, I'm going to sweep it under the rug. It's going to go away. But then the boyfriend's like, no, you got to go to the police. And then the boyfriend starts telling other people. And then once we get to that point, then it's like, wow. It's big. Yeah, but it's really big. So yeah. the, the guy, my client, you know what he did? He screenshotted every message between her and him. him. And if things went bad, he had proof that they'd had sex 20, 30, 40 times. They had multiple <laughs> you slut. You fucking whore. But like she doesn't want to lose her new boyfriend. And so because of that, she's not she's not uh, she's not deliberately lying, but, but she's see, obfuscating from the truth. Do you think that there should be it, like there should be a stricter, stronger fucking law for women who do that. Yes, that of defamation course. of character bullshit. Like just because you don't want to get in trouble with daddy. When did Lana become this red pill? This is Jesus, man. You, oh no! All your all your you topics need to are watch my content. All your topics are red pill. Okay. Oh no no no! Not even it's not even red pill. It's accountability. Of course. I don't give a shit about red pill, blue I think, pill I think shit. Amber, I think Amber Heard should be a convicted felon, and I think that... Yeah, it, I my think point, see, does. see, my point, but I feel like women in jail, women who put men on child support, mm. that should be tested. You should have, you should be, there should be a DNA test that says that that homie is the motherfucking dad. Yeah, well, the, women that, should what about be held... Deadbeats? Huh? The deadbeats who are like, I don't want to pay child support because of X, Y, and Z. Fuck them. Like, that, then let them be a fucking deadbeat. But my thing is like, like, there's deadbeats, and then there's women who put men on child support, and it's not even his fucking kid. Yeah, there also should be a and way. There, there should also be a situation where if a man wants to take care of his kids, he should be able to get off child support. Because one of the problems is you can't turn it off. And that's that's one of the issues with that's child support. That's fact. You know, my, my, my yeah. dad, I'm the youngest. Out of, my dad has four daughters. I'm the youngest one. But my dad is still paying child support for, for my sister, who's 37. How? And my point. It's insane. He's paying the government back. How the fuck are you paying the government? What the fuck did they do? It was back child support. It was back child support, which is so stupid. But at the same time, at the same time, I'm just like, like, I feel like women who lie about a guy raping them, hitting them, or the child support bullshit, I feel like a lot more women should be held accountable for lying on men because they fucking do. Yeah. And and we're just treated like fucking damsel in distresses. And I'm like, like, like women are so fucking dainty. And I'm like, no, bit like my hit is hard. I look little as shit. I know I do, but if I smack you, I'ma smack you like a fucking grown ass man. Yeah. It's still gonna hit it's still it's still hurts. Yeah. It still hurts. I'm like, you still have skin. You like a lot of the shit that I say. A lot of the shit that I say will still pierce your fucking heart. And I say, I'll get so disrespectful when I'm like when I'm mad. Yeah. So I'm like, I just don't I just don't see why like like women who get upset and like I get upset, I get disrespectful. Some women get upset and they get they get defamation character. You know, they want to be like, oh, Michael fucking did this to me. Yeah, he film hit me. everything, guys. Film everything. So oh, document. So, everything, so when you're bro. a guy, when you're a guy, stop snitching on yourself. Like mm-hmm. I like I don't care how many times I've had sex with a girl. When she, if she sends me nudes, my response is double, like a thumbs up. I don't even send a heart. It's a thumbs up, and then it's like, "Have a great day. Be blessed. Go with God." I'd never write back like, <laughs> "I can't wait to put my penis inside of you." You will never hear me say that. You will never see a text message of that. <laughs> I will, be, I will be pissed as fuck if I send someone a nude and they're like, "Have a good day. Go with God." Motherfucker, you better tell me you want to put this dick in me. No. <laughs> No, no, here what I, what, I, what I would do though, Lana, is I would call you to have this conversation, but I would do it on FaceTime or uh, FaceTime audio because uh, you can't record it. Okay. You can't three-way FaceTime audio and then then have a, a second recording and also on WhatsApp. You would need a second phone to record it. I my my any kind of like lascivious 
uh, talking on my behalf, mm -hmm. it always comes back to haunt you because when things fall apart, if things fall apart between you and the woman, then it turns into the situation with Sarah Brady. It does, yeah. And Jonah Hill. Wait, oh, yeah. that fucking bitch. You know what's crazy? I actually looked up the whole thing after the Axis Vegas when you guys were talking about oh, it, yeah. and I seen both sides of the story, and I'm like, yeah, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, but the problem... I don't understand anywhere she's coming from. Yeah, the, the, pro the problem is that she... Ha, there's other there's other messages where they break up and she's like wow nice timing after you were with me for six months clearly showing number one he they did not have an acrimonious breakup they were friends after they broke up yeah. he told her when he was going to see someone else he waited six months mm -hmm. and then when she had a baby the new fiance then Sarah Brady decides to leak the the messages that makes again. I don't care what your She's reasons mad. are. If you break into my house and you get shot, it is your fault. Mm -hmm. In this case, when mm -hmm. she starts leaking messages between them after she he has a baby with someone else, it everything is it's on her. I don't really care. I don't care if she thought he was he was uh, controlling or not. The thing mm -hmm. is, you have the option to leave, right. and she chose to not leave, and that's the problem. He broke up with her, which he should have, because yeah. if that if it wasn't meeting her standards. It's like if it's really dangerous when people are saying he's being controlling because the problem is like then let's just make Islam illegal. <laughs> like no, I'm, I'm I'm being serious. Like I'm not Islamic, but every Islamic man would have agreed with every single point that he made. So let's just make Islam illegal or all of Islam is controlling. How is that not correct? Right. That is. All of Islam agrees with everything. Now, he's not Islamic. He's Jewish. Yeah. And I'm not Islamic. I'm Protestant. But if you, what you're saying is what he's controlling, then the next – when you extrapolate that to the next point, yeah. every point he made is about not having uh, unaccompanied male friends. Mm -hmm. Okay, Don't post, post these thought traps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, all this kind of stuff that he was saying. Yeah. When he said that stuff, if, if you were talking to a traditional Muslim man, he would have agreed with every single point that, that – yeah. um, that Jonah Hill was making. And they're like, well, you know, he knew what he was getting into. No, no. this is wrong. Let's everybody listen up Never. here. You don't surf in a bikini. He was asking her to not post thought traps in a bikini like she was single. You surf in a bodysuit. You surf or or whatever. Yes, yeah. or like a bodysuit. This whole idea is like, oh, she's a surfer in a bikini. You are not you are missing the point. If that's what you need to do to cope, to make yourself believe that that's what's going on, that's fine. But the reality is you don't surf in a bikini. She was doing two different things. There were photos of her where she's just showing off her ass mm -hmm. and her stomach. It was clear that she the intention for her is her if you looked at her Instagram, it was very clear from someone watching she was open for business. I'm not saying she was being slow. <laughs> I'm not saying she was being slutty. What I'm saying is he from his Instagram it was clear that he was in a relationship. From her Instagram, she was open for business. Now, right. if that's the case, I'm not again, I'm not judging her. If that's the case, if he's fine with that, then that's okay. If he's not fine with that, then what he said was, if this brings you happiness, mm -hmm. then I support it. Mm -hmm. That's not controlling. No. He goes, I respect that you're beautiful and I respect that you're talented. Mm -hmm. But in order for like I have certain boundaries and you're not respecting my boundaries, and so I would like to, like, we need to split up if that's the case. That, that, that is not an ultimatum. That is, that is, those are boundaries, because if, the, if one of the boundaries had been like, hey, I would like it if other men didn't put their penis inside of you, <laughs> then people would be like, oh, he's just defining boundaries, and that's very clear. But, but, but how's that any different? I just, I, I feel like in, like, I agree and disagree with you at the same time. I completely agree with you. Like, if you put them in front of a Muslim, they're, you're going to be like, yes, I agree with you. I feel like a man in general, a human in general, whether he's woman or a man or whatever Jonah Hill said was so relevant to his boundaries. That's it. This is what it takes to be with me. If you don't like it, don't be For with sure. me. That's it. And that's how, it, oh my God, it's so funny because I just went through this. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a little sick. But um, 
I just went through this with a guy that I was dating, and I had told him, um, um, he, he's a drinker. He likes liquor, like vodka. And I told him, I don't like when you're drinking vodka. Simple. And I'm like, if, if, if you're going to be drinking, I'm not trying to change you, and I'm, trying to tell, I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but if you're going to drink, just don't call me and don't be around me because I don't like it. You're a little aggressive. But yeah. and that was my boundary. But his boundary was like, well, I want to be around you when I'm drunk, so I'm going to come over. And he would still, like, disrespectfully, in yeah. my sense, in my eyes, he disrespected me and what I wanted. So we would get into arguments about it. And then he would go and tell me that I'm trying to, like, change him. Listen, so, so if, if he came over and wanted to have sex with you and he wasn't drunk, would you have had sex A with him? A thousand percent. Okay, so my point is this. This is where we get lost as men. The alcohol should never mean more than the sex. Mm-hmm. You're Something's wrong with you as a man if you are going into uh, – stall bathroom stalls by yourself to do cocaine or if you're drinking with other men all day Mm -hmm. like and your girl wants to have sex with you and you would like you need to get drunk rather than have sex with her you need to question your own sexuality like Mm -hmm. that doesn't make any sense to me i don't know where we miss the point when guys want to go to clubs and drink for five hours when a girl wants to go home with them i don't know how this generation has gotten to this point but this doesn't make any sense to me i've never that's why i don't drink it's like i don't need to drink to want to have sex i woke up this morning wanting to have sex i don't know i don't understand the point of drinking from 10 30 to 3 a.m. Yeah. I don't understand that shit. Yeah. And it's, it's just very confusing. I mean, to numb the pain, but like, I'm, if I'm, like, I, I just don't understand. If I'm gonna bring two girls home, what pain do I have? <laughs> what do I have to numb myself from? Even That's such one. a beautiful experience that I wanna remember fully and yeah. not be, I don't need to be on mushrooms, cocaine, or fucking alcohol. It's mm. so fun to do that. Mm. I wanna be completely sober for that. Right. Oh, it's so traumatic. The two women were <laughs> fucking me at the same time. No. <laughs> Make sure I, let's get drunk because two women want to have sex with me. Help, I need to cope with this. What is wrong with you? I don't understand why men do this. I didn't understand it. And because on, on top of that, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not against you drinking. Do what the fuck you want. Yeah. I just don't want to be around it. Yeah. Especially, and I'm like, if you're, if you're not, and mind you, I told him I was like, beer all day. Beer, he's cool. It's the vodka I hate it. But I'm like, as soon as he would drink vodka, he'd. He'd want to be around me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like he, like all of it, you know, when you're drunk, you just kind of like, you do the drunk calls and you do like, hey, babe, what do you want to do? Let me come over. And then he comes over and I'm like, you're being mad aggressive. And and I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, bro. Yeah. A dude being like, I have, I have a, I have a really strong issue with male authority. Mm. It's, 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 my dad was never like that. But my ex-husband's dad was like that. My ex-husband was like that. Fuck you, bro. (laughs) But like guys, guys would um, there was just there was just like a lot of male authority that kind of like fucked with me. And then on top of that, after being raped, it was like, oh, my God, if you're telling me what to do or if you're like trying to like force me to do something that I don't want to do as a man, it fucks with me. If it like a woman, I don't know. It's just like I I take it a little more lightly. A man, I just like I want to flip the fuck out. Yeah. And he would do that. He would get like kind of aggressive, like, hey, go grab me this or like, you know, we're going to do this. I want to see you. So I'm going to see you. And I'm like, motherfucker, you got me fucked up. I will lay hands on you. Yeah, I think I think we're men like the boundaries get lost is this idea. Like for me, I don't need uh, whoever I date. She has agency. She can have whatever opinion she wants. And I, I love it when she expresses her feelings where I draw the line is you can't express to me my feelings. You can't tell me how I feel. Exactly. And you cannot accuse me. And then when the other thing is when it's excessive amount, like, of course I cuss a lot, but when it's excessive amounts of profanity and hyperbole, meaning exaggerations, mm-hmm. then we then the then the communication breaks down. Mm-hmm. Especially if I can't tell if you're joking. So it's like, 
oh, we're going out to this place with all these fucking whores. And I'm like, okay, some of these girls really like you and they want to be friends with you and you just call them all fucking whores. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to do work. So like this is not constructive for our relationship. So you shouldn't. You can't do this. So for me, my, my rule is you can ask me how I feel. You cannot tell me how I feel. Mm. I give – I do not care about, like, the rest of the stuff. Like, again, because I, I'm with women who are with other women. Mm. You know, when, before I had my girlfriend, my girlfriend and I are just together now. Uh, but at that at that time when I did that, I didn't mind if my girlfriend was on social media in bikinis because she was attracting a lot of other women. And that's one of the things that, you know, kind of yeah. was conducive to my relationship. Yeah. So that's just that's – that's the point. Like, you can't tell me how I feel. You can always ask me how I feel. We don't hold things for later. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like passive aggressive, unless it's the same thing that's happened. If your boyfriend has cheated on you and then like six months later, he's like, you know, you bring it up and you cheated on me. That's like, you know, you can, you can say, Hey, I'm still processing this. But then if he cheats on you again, you are fully within your right to bring it up again. The fact that he cheated on you, of course. Thank you. Oh course. my God. I'm going to send that clip. I'm going to send the fucking clip to of course. you. Cause he, he, oh God. Because, because he's One not changing his behavior. But 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 the same did? thing has happened to me. Like if I'm dating someone and she attacks me on a regular basis, mm -hmm. and then she sort of gets over it for a couple of weeks, and then mm -hmm. she starts attacking me again, I'm just going to point out like, hey, we're back to zero. We yeah, haven't, we haven't gotten better from the thing that that was going on. And there's the thing that people don't understand is that like, there's two, if you want the, the 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 relationship that Grandma and Grandpa Dad had for 75 years, mm -hmm. you have to understand that you have to be able to communicate without. Uh, it, it's way more gray and it's much more concrete. Mm -hmm. Whereas the relationship that a lot of these girls want to have is very colorful yeah. and it's very fragile. It's very toxic. And I and I keep trying I to explain. Yeah, right. But, but the thing is, though, toxic doesn't <laughs> go for 75 years. You see what I'm saying? Toxic <laughs> doesn't really have a future. In the Latino, in the Latino community, it kind of does. Just to be fair, lo like low key, I feel like if you don't have toxicity and you're Latino, it's like. What the fuck do you have? It's that that I I don't know. People people gotta leave a comment down below. If you're Latino and you feel like like I feel like toxicity is just part of it. Yeah, I just don't. I just feel like there's a better way to communicate, and I also really enjoy being single. So I would rather be single than have to deal with like a bunch of uh, drama. But that's the thing. Like my girlfriend is 25 years younger than me, so I have mm -hmm. to like. There's a lot of situations where we we have to have di we have different ways of communicating, mm -hmm. and then if we if we communicate that the the proper way where we can both understand each other, then that's fine. Then when we're around other people, she can cuss all she wants. She can say whatever she wants. But as long as we understand we're on the same team. And that's one of the issues. Like, Oh, you know what? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Because, okay, so so, uh, uh, in your opinion, just your opinion, I, I, I'm the type of person where I, 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 I come at you adult. I, I will be like, I don't like this. Yeah. Hey, can we talk about this? Yeah. As adults, I communicate. But I feel like if you're fucking doing it over and over and over and we're talking about the same thing over yeah. and over and over. I flipped the fuck out. I named this I named this personality. Her name's Patricia. She's a bitch, bro. Like I I literally I get so disrespectful. I called this dude a bitch probably like 120 yeah. times. And I apologize the next day, but it's like, okay, there's there's nothing that I could do about it. But at the same time, I'm like, bro, like like am I am I wrong for going full on full force when I tried for Six different conversations. Yeah. I tried being respectful and I tried coming at you like an adult, talking to you respectfully, not calling you out your name, not even yelling, really. Well, kind of yelling, but like not really yelling, really, to the point where I'm like, I rate, I'm here, I am livid, and now I'm talking mad shit about you. Like, am I, am, like, am I wrong? I mean, everyone's going to have a breaking point, but I think 
as long as you also have a solution that comes along with it, yeah, then I think it it should make sense. I, I just I, like one of the situations if you have two people that are dating each other and one person just needs more than the other one, mm -hmm. then the person who needs more is going to feel victimized all the time, even though the other person may be doing more. And so that's one of the issues that happens. The person right? that needs more needs to come up with the fucking solution to what you're needing. And yes, because also, but, but that <laughs> that's also often unrealistic too, right? So. So you'll have this will be with guys or girls. Well, they'll they will want something, and then when they get it, don't appreciate it at all, and they're only focused on those small negative things instead of the larger things. Uh, one of the things I, I'll tell it, if women could do this, they'd fix all their problems. But women generally have a harder time doing this than men. If you just paid attention to a man's actions and no attention to his words, and most importantly, paid no attention to how you feel about what he did, but just what he did, you would be much happier. If you would choose the man who took the right action and you didn't worry so much about how you felt about it, you would be much, much happier. <laughs> oh boy, that was fucking solid, bro. That was, I say that shit all the time. I, you have, like you took the words right out of my mouth for the last two fucking months. Like I, w I was dating this guy for two months and we just got to the point where it was like, and, and, I'm, and I'm literally telling him, I'm like, I don't care what you have to say to me. You you can say all the fuck you want, but guess what? Your actions is a louder a, a yeah. louder communication than you speaking to me. I'm like the actions that you're taking yeah. are the ones that I'm fucking listening to. And now that now that I'm like now he's blocked. Like now I'm just I'm like you're you're done. So so one of the things where I think people get wrong, men do this and women do this, is they think because I like you, you should like me. Oh right? but boy. The, but the thing is for a woman she's going to like you back if she's attracted to you. Mm -hmm. And for me as a man, I'm gonna like her back if she respects me. Mm -hmm. You respecting me means more to me than you liking me. Oh, that, that's the thing. So so understanding the boundaries. Oh my God, I literally, I, oh my God. Pound it. Yeah. It says, in, it says in the it says in the Bible. Break the mic. I know, right? I'm sorry. No, it's because like I, I literally told, I, I've, I've been saying this for, Probably like the last like two years. I've been saying I'm like, I don't, it's not that I don't believe in love, but I don't believe in just love. Yeah. I'm like, I have to trust you first because trusting you coincides with respecting you. Yeah. If I can trust you, I can respect you. If I can trust and respect you, then I can love you. Yeah. <laughs> but aside from that, I'm like, love is not real. Love alone is not real. I That's cannot, yeah. I cannot love you without trusting and respecting you yeah me falling in love like this whole this whole head over heels like i i was that girl i was delusional as fuck i thought that you know our yeah, relationship the, do the dopamine and the serotonin for some <laughs> women and men too is enough to carry them through the relationship <laughs> when they see it when there's other red flags and the right. thing is like it says in the bible it's like if you love me keep my commandments and it's the same thing in my relationship if you love me the word that starts with an l means nothing yeah you need to respect the things that i ask you to do that's how yeah. you show me again there were a bunch of people waving american flags back in the 1940s saying i love america but there were a few men who stormed normandy beach and lost their lives storming those russian machine gun positions right. those men actually loved, loved their country mm -hmm. they, they loved their country through action whereas the rest of the people were waving flags does it mm -hmm. make sense mm -hmm. so as 
as a man, and I'm, saying, well, I'm not saying women don't do this, but as a, in general, a man is going to let you know he wants to marry you by asking you to marry him. Mm-hmm. It, it, when she said, when he he says all these things, well, you know, I want to marry you, but I'm doing this. No, he's fucking someone else. He's lying to you, <laughs> but you don't see that because he's saying these words, and you're convinced that these words are true. Words if, are not true. If women would spend more time paying attention to a man's actions yes. and less time paying attention to how they feel, they would be much much happier. I think you hit some people's chakras in that when you hit. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the astrology that he doesn't believe in? Yes. <laughs> okay, before before we get off this podcast, which by the way, thank you because this podcast, oh my, this is going to be a real good podcast. I can't wait to clip these. But before I before we get off, I always ask my um guests, uh what is what is the advice, what is the best advice, kind of like, not because I hate when people give me the whole, like, don't, don't stop, just keep going, just keep trying, fuck that bullshit. Yeah. What's the best life advice that you've ever gotten, like life hack, yeah. in a sense? find mentors. So if you look at my company right now, oh. so I, I said we're, um, we're on pace for, I think, six or seven million this year. If we do that, so if I, if I say, where does my fulfillment come from? It's a combination of a few guys, but it's Ty Lopez a little bit. It's the online coaching, I would say, maybe like some Wes Watson. Mm-hmm. If you say, where does my networking come from, the, the, my ability to network to get people on podcasts, that comes from Dan Fleischman. If you're saying, where do my social media, my reels come from, that would be Ryan Stuman, Wes Watson, and, and uh, Brad Lee. Mm-hmm. Yes, where does my affiliate program come? That's obviously from Andrew Tate. If you ask where my, uh, <laughs> where my, where my sales comes from, my sale team, that would come from Cole Gordon. My copywriting would come from Nick Cosman. None of it was originally mine. It was mentors, and because of these mentors, some we paid and some we just watched, uh, we've been able to turn this into almost pretty soon, I, I would I would expect by maybe first or second quarter next year, a $10 million a year company. So how do, we, how do we do that? Every single thing I did, I copied from someone else, and then I and I humbled myself to understand that they know how to do something better than me. So what, mm-hmm. when you when you come to the realization that there, there have been 110 billion humans to ever live on Earth, right mm-hmm. now there's eight billion that are alive, and if you were to consider that it, of that many people have been on the earth, any thought you have is probably not original. Mm-hmm. Someone had this thought before you and came up with a solution for this this problem. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, because the internet, you can find it very quickly. What I uh, recommend people do, especially early on in some kind of business venture, is to do just to copy experts first mm-hmm. and then do your own thing later. And tweak it a little. Then bit. tweak it a little bit later. It's a ten thousand hour rule from the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And it's also like you know, whenever I every year I play Madden, I play I play competitive Madden. And every year I find I did not know that I play I find who the be, the best five players in the world are and generally the the best five players in the in the world play with all the same players and they all play with the same playbook or like one of two playbooks and so I'll adopt what the best players in the world are doing and mm-hmm. start from there and then from mm-hmm. from that then pick my own uh, strategies from from that point going forward it's almost like chess very similar complex adaptive systems I just find whatever the dominant strategy is and then I just sort of bifurcate away from there. All the teams in the NFL throw the ball more now because that's the dominant strategy. Mm-hmm. And the, so now you're starting to see a few teams start run the ball more. Uh, so that that's the kind of thing, uh, is finding mentors, finding people who have done something successful before you. Wes Watson is doing $3 million a month now with like 90% profit, so we mm-hmm. copy a lot of the things that he does. Mm-hmm. Andrew Tate with Hustle University was doing $20 million a month mm-hmm. with, uh, with w- when he was selling a low-ticket offer, so we're creating a low-ticket offer like that. So we copy everything that someone else does. Oh, also, my Clips channel and then uh, my my Clips, I sold that from Rolo Tomasi. Obviously, you know, obviously because Rolo, yeah, Rolo's channel did that. The live stream stuff I do, I stole that from Rolo. Uh So every single thing I do in my business, we took from someone else. Someone taught us to use Slack. Someone taught us to use school. Someone taught us to use HubSpot. We got all those from from recommendations from other people we consider to be mentors. Nice. That's actually a really good idea. Because I'm like, I... (coughs) 
I have mentors, but my mentors aren't like I like I get what you mean. Yeah, my mentors are like real, real people. I'm like I should, I should go on YouTube and just look at my. If shit. you're looking for mentors, that uh, my all my mentors I've interviewed on my podcast. Nice. Okay. Well, thank you so much of for course. this fucking amazing podcast. And no disrespect. I hope I didn't disrespect your girlfriend at no, all. No. Why? But she's, no. she's probably gonna love you. <laughs> she does. I I met her. She's fucking yeah. great. I thought she she is smart. She's yeah. smart as fuck. But um, that was today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for an amazing fucking topic, amazing podcast. But we will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.